this should be ready to go. Um, okay, yeah, that seems good on mine. Uh, do you want to give yours a try? Am I peeking? Am I peeking? I've never peeked in my life. No, no, it is. Yet that to is happen. That is like a very, a very even wave. Thank you. Yeah, nicely done. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we spent a large portion of last week's episode trying to make dicks out of the oh, audio that's wave. Fun. I've done that before. <laughs> yeah, it was. I fun couldn't. Game. All of my balls were pointy. Just yeah. I couldn't. I couldn't Ooh. get. Ooh, th- uh, wasn't wasn't great. That might be Probably. like a dog's penis. <laughs> That's yeah. like it's, there's there's something there, but it's trouble. Keep confusing tone for volume. Different. Oh no, that's that's oh, that's all the way bad. Um, <laughs> You're dead. You'll be dead for thirty years. Speaking of things that are bad, you're listening to Boo Ha Ha, which is a mostly kind of sort of sometimes weekly, often kind of monthly podcast about ghosts and tangents. It takes you by surprise. That's spooky. You're going to open your phone one day and it'll just be there. Little ghosts. Yeah. Ah. And then for the better part of two weeks, it won't be. (laughs) But then when you least suspect it. It's like a jump scare for the podcast. (laughs) I, I would I feel like I should aspire to having my my podcast be like the the sarcasm of the spook world like the <laughs> lowest common like it's like yeah you scared me and yeah ugh. oh ah <laughs> oh there was a clown <laughs> um gotta put in that it jump scare noise here. <laughs> so uh every week I gather my uh nearest and dearest to a campfire that I build in my living room very warm. It's toasty and uh, really eaten into my security deposit, but fine. It's worth it. Yeah, yeah, for the atmosphere. You yeah, know? you'll make you it back in ad money. Totally. I'm just gonna leave in the middle of the night. That's they'll never <laughs> they'll never catch me. Uh, and uh, I regale them with spooky tales of boogins and googas. And uh, this week, my guest is the very funny Emma Jonas. Hello. Welcome. Thank you. Happy to have you here. I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to be petting this dog. She <laughs> likes me, except when I make eye contact with her, and then she, she's unsure. She's very much like uh, <laughs> like 17th century monarchy in that way. Like, don't look her in the eyes. Yeah, I have to. I have to earn it. <laughs> she yeah. might cut off my hand. She's got a real like short, just like <laughs> it's like eh, five minutes of like, oh, I'm not sure. It's like, well, you could pet me though. That'd probably be nice. Yeah, and then it's then it's a demand. Yeah. No, you're locked into this now. You're going to have to take her to the show with you. I'm fully this. committed. Yeah, she's coming with me. She's not your dog anymore, Avalon. I'm sorry. Fawn, it was good while it lasted. She's leaning her head on my leg. Yeah. That's <laughs> oh, more than she like... she stopped. Okay. <laughs> you are such a little Benedict Arnold. Like, I get, <laughs> I get like a minute of cuddling every day, and then she's like, no. No. Do you have snacks for me? They give, and then they take away. And in fact, I do have snacks for her, so it works. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... Welcome to the podcast. I hope you're ready for some spooky boogans. I, I am. Uh, I do feel like we just missed the mark a little bit because Halloween was last week. This is the Halloween hangover episode. Okay. It's, you know, everybody's still full of high fructose corn syrup and picking candy corn out of their, their retainers. It's true. I have been still eating a lot of candy. It's. I bought five fun, like five giant fun size bags of payday bars. <laughs> wow. 
it was a bad choice. Is it? Is your favorite? I take it. Top three. Okay. I I would prefer a Snickers, but they but were committed to the payday. It was two for like uh, two for one, I think. Oh, okay. Three Talk for about one. a payday. Yeah. Right. See, this is I'm not. <laughs> this is where it comes out. Like I just invest in payday. I'm like I have fifty thousand payday bars. Wait, and is that's... that not what payday loans means? <laughs> I just need some protein and some caramel. <laughs> Help me out. <laughs> uh, yeah, a payday loan in that regard is like they give you a payday and you have to give them like a Snickers next month. <laughs> balanced meal, balanced checkbook. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, nothing. Uh, the sp- spooky ghost of finance past. Ugh, the idea of scary. a checkbook. Oh, God. <laughs> um, I still use a checkbook. What happened? Why? What? To pay my rent. Okay. My landlord's very old fashioned that way. I have to go drop it off in the mail slot at his wife's law office. It's huh. a whole thing. Now, when you said you had to go drop it off, I immediately pictured like a spooky mansion on a hill. Um, it's <laughs> a little bit spooky. It is on a hill. It's not a mansion, um, but there are there is a porch that's unnecessarily large. That's spooky. Yeah, a little know? bit. There's a bench there, and I, I'm always a little worried. I'm going to see someone sitting on it and have to interact. No, they won't do yeah. The threat of small talk is a true nightmare. It's always looming. Oh, God. Anywhere you go, it could happen. Speaking of small talk, um, tell me a little bit about your relationship with the supernatural. Are you are you a spooky person? or? Mm, I would like to think so. I, I think I'm a little bit scary. I've been told that I'm intimidating and uh, well, not intimidating, more like um, unapproachable, <laughs> which I guess is in the realm of spooky. Um, it's in the same zip code. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, I listen to, you know, some some spooky time podcast stuff. Mm-hmm. I like horror movies a lot, although I have this problem where I'll watch a lot of horror movies or listen to a lot of like murder or ghost podcast things in a row. And then I, I have to put them away for a long time because I start getting really paranoid. <laughs> you get to the point where it like saturates your brain and yes. it starts leaking out at other times. And I get very sad. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, It's not good. <laughs> I realize like I'm doing this to myself. You know, this, this one's not just the depression. This one's a little preventable like, you know i might have done this to myself in this case yeah uh, <laughs> i one of the occupational hazards of hosting a podcast where we talk about spooky things each week is like earlier this week i was walking along and somebody was getting into their tesla and they've got these weird retractable door handles oh that's spooky it the future is terrifying it and, is. The, and it's here as is elon musk <laughs> but my first thought was just not like oh cool what a futuristic piece of tech i was just like well how would you get a hook on that doorknob <laughs> like how could you you couldn't have Classic. that story yeah 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 someone was just talking about, oh it was uh, one of that spooky podcast i listened to uh uh funny feeling it's betsy sadaro and i forget the other host's name but oh, they were cool. talking about the the hook hand story that classic the hook is and they were like you couldn't have that story now you know <laughs> Because the door handles don't stick out anymore. And uh, crazy people never get out of prison. Well, I I mean, there's a whole other host of terrifying problems with the uh, prison industrial complex. I may be slightly oversimplifying. I don't don't think as many people are prescribed hook hands these days. Just the idea of giving (laughs) a homicidal maniac a hook. You know, simpler time, really. Yeah, well, that's that's how they uh, lure you in, you know. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's perfect for beckoning. <laughs> <laughs> 
So okay, so like into into spookiness, into mm-hmm. supernatural things. Do you believe in the supernatural? Um, no. <laughs> I mean, it's it's fun to to let to let yourself, or I should just speak for myself, to let myself be sure. You know, perturbed by that kind of thing, but I can't say honestly that I do believe there are ghosts because I just think logistically, like, if there were ghosts, there would be ghosts fucking everywhere, you know, and there would be all kinds of ghosts, not just like the spooky, like, 18th century ladies or whatever. Yeah. You know, you would have, you would have a lot more like, uh, ghosts and like z cavaricis and jenko jeans yeah exactly <laughs> it's just not not plausible in that sense no i mean i have i have heard some stories that have you know i guess swayed me not to not to full belief but something that has wolves. perhaps temporarily chilled your bones yes yeah i i enjoy being chilled yes that's like like a nice (laughs) martini i too enjoy a good spooky tale yes i like being shaken i prefer being wedged into a cylinder and just swirled vigorously (laughs) uh yeah i'm I'm kind of i'm on the same page where like i i love the idea of spooky things Mm -hmm. and i would love to death pun intended (laughs) why not intend it go for it sure uh i would love it if it turns out that there were spooky ghosty things, but it would be neat. Yeah. It would be very neat. I would, it would be a more fun world. Oh, can I recommend you a book? Please. It's uh, so I just finished it a, a couple of weeks ago. It's by Mary Roach and it's called spook. Have you read that? Uh, I haven't, but I walked by it in Powell's yesterday. It's very good. It's very funny and mm-hmm. interesting. And, um, Mary Roach goes around looking into these stories where people have tried to scientifically prove that, there is an afterlife and that you know spirits can communicate and ghosts are real and all these things and sure. uh, it's it's great so if you're into spooky stuff and comedy i truly I'm am not fully a believer <laughs> this sounds like it's right up my alley yeah um, it's awesome spoilers is there one uh well <laughs> you'll have to read to find out i mean uh science has yet to prove it we'll just leave it there <laughs> that's fair i'll i'll accept that and keep uh, keep hoping for well, that's the other thing, though. Like, I feel like I am continuously like, I wish I wish I could see a ghost. Like, I wish I had a spooky mm-hmm. experience. And then cut to me, like, in a spooky hotel somewhere. And I'm just like, no, fucking never, yeah. ever. <laughs> I know. That's the thing. If I ever came face to face with a ghost, I'd be like, okay, no, I, I'm out. I don't want this. <laughs> I never wanted this. I regret wanting this so hard <laughs> yes. for the past 30 years of my life. <laughs> okay, well, cool. Then uh, we'll see if... Any of the spooky tales over the course of this evening can uh, persuade you. Yes. I. You know what? Let's hope so. Why not? Um, I'm, I'm praying for it. <laughs> That's the other thing, though. It's like if you do believe in ghosts, you also have to believe in the afterlife part of it, of like the heaven or hell or whatever. Oh. I, I mean, I, I guess maybe not in that form, but yeah. technically, you know, you're believing in a life after life. Hmm. So that's something you would have to come to terms with. Oh, I don't want that. I don't want. I <laughs> Sorry, draw. did I just ruin your whole, uh, your whole uh, thing no, here? I, no, I never want to see a ghost. Podcast <laughs> over. <laughs> um, no, I feel like um, listeners, you've heard this 15 times. Uh, I'm always a big fan of like science ghost. You know, maybe it's just something replaying, like something that happened right. before. And then yeah. 
Yeah, it doesn't necessitate the God thing. I, oh, I guess I you're want, right. I don't want that. I, not to like shoot your theory down. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just like, no, don't. Oh, no. My theory is meaningless. Keep Please, your Jesus out of my ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of ghosts, uh, we've pulled together a couple of uh, spooky tales from your hometown Excellent. and and environs it's regional it's it's a spooky region yeah some of it there is there's a lot well i guess you should say which region it is oh well i grew up in livermore california which mm-hmm. is in the east bay area and um it's it's about uh 45 miles east of oakland <clears throat> out in the uh the tri-valley area so there are a lot of hills and vineyards and uh oak trees spooky and dark roads very late spooky at night I feel like Northern Northern California has a certain amount of spookiness that you don't get when you go further south. Mm-hmm. Like you can't like, oh, spooky palm trees. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I do, are there any L.A. ghosts? Because I think if there are there, that's it just it seems less plausible to me that there would be a ghost in L.A. than anywhere else. If yeah, it's the the only ghosts in LA are the ghosts of twenty year olds who like fell off a bus. They're like, I'm going to LA to make it big. <laughs> I was Aww. like, mm, sorry. We did in the past, like we did. Um, we had Zoe Preval on, and she's from LA or oh, she's great, Torrance ish. Uh, yeah, totally fantastic. And we were looking for ghosts, and there's like one like murder hotel that is up. That makes sense. So many like burn it down, like fucking horrifying. <laughs> Uh, and then the comedy store is like haunted by a lot of ghosts who apparently hate Sam Kinison. <laughs> fun, fun fact. Yeah, they come out and boo him. <laughs> yes, actually, that is like the lights would go off when he would go on stage and people would hear like spectral like, no. <laughs> Which, you know, if you've revisited Sam Kinison's material lately, I get it. Fair. Yeah. Mm. So... Spooky boogans and googahs. Um, mm-hmm. There is probably a lot of dog hair on that microphone. Oh, that's I, fine. I just, I have a dog too. And so picking dog hair out of things is just one of my hobbies now. I do it all the time too. And people are like, I I feel like people think that I'm like, I have meth spiders on me. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. um, no, no, this is fun. <laughs> it's, this is good. Let me dig a I hole like in my this. face. Um, so Northern California spookiness. All of these are taken from a fantastic book uh, that is part of a series by uh, S.E. Schlosser. That's uh, a nice cover. Great illustrations on these guys. Nice. Uh, ch- listeners, check them out. They're spooky. Uh, tonight we'll be reading from Spooky California Ooh. by S.E. Schlosser, or as we've referred to them in the past, Shishi Schlossers, because that is not a real name for sure. That's the German pronunciation. Schlosserbergs. <laughs> uh, so the the spooky tales that I've prepared, we have Voices of the Dead, May I Carry Your Sack. Oh. Which may be, may be familiar. Well, um, I just uh, had the pleasure of uh, rereading through Spooky Stories to Tell in the Dark, or Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Also me. on the shelf, yep. Yeah. Uh, How classic. dare you? I know. I'm so sorry. How could I? It's canon. Come on. Alvin Schwartz is spinning in his terrifying <laughs> casket. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I remember that one in there. There's um, classics, but please go on. Yeah. That one is, uh, I was very surprised to see that it turns out, May I Carry Your Sack is a San Francisco story. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, go figure. Did not know that. Yeah. Uh, we also have The Spook of Misery Hill. Ooh. Racist. 
Um, <laughs> Everyone who lives on hills <laughs> is miserable. <laughs> the further up you get, I feel like it's just going to be sadder and sadder. Um, we also have The Lonely Grave. Ooh. To Your Health. That sounds nice. It does. That's <laughs> not super. It's just about a nice spa day. Oh, that's great. That's not scary. Except for when they do your nails. Go on. <laughs> just, just like, yeah, Ugh. transparent nail salon. Um, they only do gels. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> that's scary for several <laughs> reasons. <laughs> then we have uh, the evil eye. Hmm. Any, uh, any immediately jumping out at you? Uh, what was that first one again? The first one was Voices of the Dead. Ooh. Yeah, I kind of like that one. Yeah? All right. Yeah. Let's uh, let's do that one. Okay. Um, All right, I'm ready. So this one is from San Jose. Ooh, a very scary place. <laughs> they got the uh, that, that big arena there. Uh-uh. Oh, no. Ooh, too many... <laughs> Traffic? Are you too, kidding me? Too many sports fans. <laughs> uh, commute, probably. Yeah, some of that. Yeah. <laughs> You, I'm trying to think like San Francisco things that out. Can you get the Bart out there? Ooh, it's uh, <laughs> it's tough. I'll tell you. That's all I know. Ooh, the tech. Ah. Uh, okay. t- yeah, so much silicon. Uh. <laughs> this is a little bit further back uh, than than the uh, the the spooky tech that exists there now. It was a society marriage, but a happy one. Mm, I already am skeptical. <laughs> <laughs> this already sounds unbelievable. <laughs> <Yeah>. She <laughs> married the heir of the Winchester Repeating Arms Company. Oh, shit. The mystery house? You picked a family? winner. Nice. <laughs> I was just thinking about that place the other day. It's. I went there once as a kid. Me it too. was. I'd like to go back as an adult now to see how spooky it actually is. Yeah, I remember being pretty freaked out. Yeah. The tour guy was like... Her favorite number was 13. <gasps> there are 13 sinks in this house. <gasps> and then like me now going back and be like, it's not a lot of sinks for a mansion. <laughs> yeah. That's, where is she washing her hands? <laughs> well, they didn't really care about cleanliness. That's fair. Old, old dirty hands, Winchester. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they called her. <laughs> Mrs. Stinkfinger. That's... <laughs> um, uh, she was the belle of New Haven until tragedy struck. Her little daughter, her Annie, died of an infant disease when she was only six months old. Ugh, gross. Yeah, that's oof. It's those dirty fingers. Yeah, um, you gotta you gotta wash your babies. <laughs> By which I mean your fingies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you call your fingies your babies too? Yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> my ten yeah, little babies. Does, right? <laughs> <laughs> and my toes are my gross babies. <laughs> my floor babies <laughs> um, unless i'm upside down <laughs> sky babies <laughs> um, um, i also want to point out at this point we're a paragraph in they still have not named this person oh but the dead baby has a name the dead baby has a name annie annie dead annie <laughs> she was stricken with grief convinced that the death was a curse upon her family and for many months she son she shunned society. Shashy schlosher. Um, gradually, with the help of her William. Uh, is that a gun? <laughs> That's either a, uh, a gun or like a marital aid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, marital aid. <laughs> <It's> tragic. 
back then it probably was just like a like a converted Winchester. Like, well, we used the barrels and we just turned it into, you know, just an old steam-powered dirty finger. <laughs> she triumphed over her grief and resumed a normal life. But there were no other children to ease her loss. Then William was stricken with tuberculosis. She watched him slip away from her, leaving her alone. She became heir to the immense Winchester repeating arms fortune. I like that they're saying the whole name of the company. (laughs) Yeah, this sounds like an ad. It's product placement. Buy Winchester. I didn't mean to choose the story that tells you to buy guns. I do kind of want to buy a gun now. Ah, shit. Oh, fuck. (laughs) As long as there are no ads for bullets, we're good. (laughs) Get a gun, just beat somebody with it. (laughs) Get one of those with the little stabby guy in the end. Yeah. (laughs) Just a Civil War, like, bayonet stabbers. <laughs> yeah, I got him! <laughs> Inconsolable, and convinced that her family was cursed, she sought the counsel of a medium. The psychic confirmed her hypothesis. He contacted the spirit of her husband, who told his wife that he was being tormented by tens of thousands who had lost their lives to the bullets of Winchester rifles. Oh, there's the bullet ad. It says here you can get him at Walmart. Oh, okay. <laughs> um... And this is why her first baby and her husband were taken from her. Wow. Oh, bummer. So it's her fault? Well, she married the heir. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she she married into the curse. Yeah, I feel so like... That's on her. In a fair world, sorry, she and her baby should have died. Leaving... And the guy. Yeah. Right? Leaving old Dildo. What's his name? Uh, <laughs> William. <laughs> uh... But ghosts aren't fair, I guess. Mm. Um, Through the medium, she asked her husband what she should do to lift the curse and was told that these dead required a place to live. So she must leave her home in the east and travel until she found a place where she could build a home for the troubled spirits. I didn't know that they, like, she relocated for the purpose of ghost. I, wait, where did she start? Uh, New Haven. New Haven, Connecticut? I guess. Huh. Wait, it, didn't it say she went east? Or did I just make that up? Oh, she must leave her home in the east. Oh, leave her home yeah. in the east. Okay. okay. It's all... All right. Well, geographically, it's correct, so I'm I'm convinced. <laughs> this is fair. It's amazing <laughs> she didn't die on the way. I like, know. <laughs> um, so she set out immediately for the west, determined to follow her husband's instructions to the letter. She purchased an eight-room house in San Jose and immediately began construction on a house for the dead. Feverishly, she added room after room to the house. Turrets, balconies, spires, and domes sprang up, creating a bizarre castle. Oof. Uh, way nightmare. That, even as a kid, I remember, like, walking through there and being like, where do we go? There's like, <laughs> this, is, this room is fucked up. Yeah. Hundreds of artisans and builders worked around the clock every day of the year to accommodate the Winchester ghosts. Yet still, she felt them watching her, listening to her words, dogging her steps. What? I, what does that humping mean? Humping her legs? <laughs> yeah, it's doing, they're giving her like flat tires, like stepping on the back of her shoes. Um, and entering her dreams. She wanted to appease them. She needed to reach out to the dead, to hear their voices, and to discover what it was they wished her to do. To accomplish this, she constructed a bell tower and an inner sanctum that she called the Blue Room. So so she built the whole house and then was like, maybe I should find out what's 
what's up with these guys? Maybe they don't want a whole giant house uh, with a lot of extra rooms and 13 sinks in it. I mean, she did marry into a gun fortune, so shoot <laughs> first, ask questions later. Seems like a pretty <laughs> solid MO. Yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> um, yeah, poor planning on her part. Just... Truly. And did the ghosts follow her? from? I t- so many logistical questions. <laughs> It was all the ghosts of like the horses that they shot mm. <laughs> with the rifles. They're just following her around. Like, um, hard to say. Those horse ghosts, very spooky. <laughs> Clipping and clopping. <laughs> she had a servant toll the bell each night at midnight, the witching hour. I thought that was three a.m. Yeah. Or did it? It changes with what, daylight savings or something. <laughs> Yeah, spooky one o'clock. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Shashi Schlosser needs to really do sh- do some research here. <laughs> um, so, servant tolls the bells. Then she would enter the blue room, dressed in brocade robes, and she would listen to the voices of the dead. At 2 a.m., the bell would toll again, signifying the end of the night's consultation. She began to follow the spirit's instructions, building rooms and chimneys and secret passageways and towers. Cabinets and do- <laughs> Ooh, scary cabinets. <laughs> this is the cabinet where I keep my spiders. <laughs> <laughs> it's a broom closet full of chains. Uh, <laughs> I do love the idea of a spider closet. Just like there, they're in there. Yeah. It's fine. You got to keep them in order. <laughs> some uh, some halls were only two feet wide, and others had ceilings so low that people had to stoop to go through them. Columns were inverted and installed upside down, and the door to one secret passage was at the back of an icebox. Cool. Nice. Love it. It's just like Clue. Chilling. <laughs> you wouldn't be able to tell if there was a ghost in the icebox. It would probably be refreshing. You're yeah. Like, it is cold in here, but that's fine. <laughs> um, she quickly learned that the dead had a favorite number. Thirteen. <gasps> oh my God, that's what I said earlier. Oh no. Oh. It's the number that looks the most like boobs in a dick. (laughs) (laughs) I'm 12 years old. Uh, To please them, she constructed rooms with 13 windows, and she lined the drive with 13 palm trees and placed 13 lights in the chandelier. She bought... Then she also built staircases with 13 steps. That's... Is that, like, here? Yeah. Well, I remember from when I went there, they were some of the steps were really short because I think she was very short. Mm-hmm. So it was easy to trip over them, which is very scary. <laughs> like that. She's like, yes, I'm building it for the ghosts. But at the same time, I also need to use them. <laughs> All of my weird skirts and bustles are, <laughs> are really cumbersome. <laughs> um, so she spared no expense and the interior rooms were luxurious uh, she would play the piano with increasingly arthritic hands so the Winchester ghosts could dance. She even gave up drinking after a ghostly handprint appeared in the wine cellar. So she would she would play music for them to dance, but she wouldn't party with them. No, no, no. She's really, she's the designated pianist wow. of this. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like she had to drive anywhere. Jeez. <laughs> Cut to her like just wasted in like a golf cart going down the hallways it's a, it's a long house <laughs> uh, <laughs> still she could feel the eyes of the dead upon her 
She grew frightened and reclusive, afraid that vengeful spirits would find her in the increasingly large mansion. As the years went by, she shut down the rest. Uh, she shut out the rest of the world, declining to even acknowledge. Nope, my eyes are fucking going. It's the ghosts. I know, spooky. They're in my eyes. Um, I knew I shouldn't have got that transplant from a dead person. She declined even to acknowledge a visit from President Theodore Roosevelt. Only the spiritualist, Harry Houdini, was allowed to enter the mansion. Well, he wasn't a spiritualist. Am I spoiling the story? I don't. I, wouldn't it be great if it just took a left turn to like Houdini <laughs> trying to get out of the ghost house? I don't think that's a spoiler. Houdini was, if anything, the opposite of yeah, a spiritualist. Yeah, he was like a debunker yeah. of spiritualists. Yeah, he was like a... A, a, a lock picking con man yeah and arthur conan doyle was a real dick to him yeah poor guy yeah <laughs> i would have liked if the winchester movie was just like a rom-com between harry houdini and sarah <laughs> winchester <laughs> oh man i've never seen it but i would watch the shit out of that <laughs> i i didn't i haven't seen the movie either it's helen mirren and i think a lot of things explode do you believe in ghosts okay like, it's like huh, interesting ghosts yeah. and explosions yeah, it's like 20, 2017 spooky movie, so it's going to be a lot of like... Yeah. Yeah. I'll put it on in the background of a Halloween party. Yeah, that's... Next year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, visually engaging, but ultimately disappointing. In 1906, a massive earthquake shook the area, and in moments, the seven-story mansion was reduced to four stories. Sarah, who they still haven't named at all i just put that in because <laughs> it felt weird to say she yeah um whoever was trapped some lady <laughs> some lady in a house was trapped for an hour by a blocked door terrified and believing that angry spirits caused the quake because of her extravagance that's it's that that seems a little bit self-involved <laughs> a lot of people died in that earthquake it's definitely <laughs> and really kind of fucked up to be like the ghosts want me to build the house i built the house too much like <laughs> Pick a lane. That's seriously. <laughs> Although I suppose it stands to reason that the woman who built like a an elaborate sprawling ghost mansion for her own personal guilt might be a little bit self centered. I guess that's that's <laughs> a reasonable assumption. Yeah. <laughs> the president's here. Screw him. I'm picking out swatches <laughs> for the ghost hole or whatever. Yeah. Seriously, snub. Who was it again? Tr. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking, come on. Who wouldn't want to hang out with him? <laughs> He's just got his elephant gun. I'm here to hunt a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, a little bit of a left turn here. Okay. She stayed on a houseboat for a time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, everyone knows ghosts can't swim. <laughs> Smart move, Sarah. I love, like, what a trajectory to go from your sprawling mansion to, like, a, a skiff or whatever. Like, no. Um, she had the front 30 rooms of the house sealed off. Eventually, the voices of the dead drew her back to the dwelling. Death came to her in 1922. With her passing, the carpenters ceased all construction, leaving half-driven nails in the walls. She had continually added to the house for 38 years and spent $5.5 to Jesus. appease the dead. That's walking around money. That's fucking right. <laughs> Imagine all the houseboats she could have bought. <laughs> she could have added 50 rooms to one houseboat. 
yeah, just started like building it out. Like <laughs> this, uh, this houseboat needs some stairways that go to nowhere. <laughs> that, hmm. At the time of her death, the four-story house contained 160 rooms, including 40 bedrooms, 13 bathrooms. Oh, there it is. Six kitchens. That's too much. It's well. It's like do either one or thirteen. Why six? Do you think she was aiming for thirteen, but like stopped halfway? Like let's give it a year, and then yeah. we'll we'll come back to the kitchen. <laughs> well, yeah, do the bathrooms first. <laughs> Did she keep all of the kitchens stocked? Like how much <laughs> mortadella do you need for six mansion kitchens? Oh my god! How do you how do you keep track of all the spoons? The spoons always go missing first. Ah, uh, the blender's four floors down and through a secret passage. Shit. Oh my god, but the little rubber ring is in kitchen number two. Uh, just go up to the bell tower. <laughs> I'm just gonna go to Jamba Juice, god damn it. I'm gonna get a boost. Just surrounded by phantasms. I'll have like 10,000 wheatgrass shots, I don't know. When the safe she had used to store important documents was opened after her death, it contained the obituaries of her husband and daughter, along with locks of their hair. And her will, which was written in 13 parts. <laughs> She's a fucking... It's just so arbitrary which things she did 13 of. Yeah. <laughs> 13 locks of 13 hairs. You think she also owned 13 pairs of pantyhose? <laughs> she, she, I would like if everything in the house, there was just 13 of them in a row. Like 13 candles, 13 clocks. Um, so her ridiculously, like, <laughs> choose your own adventure 13 part will left the house to a niece uh, as well as all of the furniture which took six and a half weeks to remove from the house uh, and then it was sold uh, today the winchester mystery house is a california historical landmark and many visitors come to stroll through its tangled passageways and odd rooms some claim to have seen the ghost of sarah winchester herself first time they use her name what <laughs> Was that, was it supposed to be a twist? Yeah. It was Sarah Winchester <laughs> all along. <laughs> As opposed to Gabby. I don't like what her <laughs> employees and tourists alike have reported many strange things happening at the house in the years following the death of Sarah Winchester. Like, she's trying to catch up. Like, I got to put the name in <laughs> as much as possible because fuck. I already sent the first part to the printer. Um, you'd think you would know about like find and replace right just her just like yeah. look for her in this her, story there's 20 she... of them i'm gonna i'm gonna tweet this guy yeah this yeah we need to we can have fucking words for schlicht <laughs> um but it appears that within the walls of this mansion the voices of the dead live on End of story, I okay. guess. Okay. Um, <laughs> you know, that was not the story I expected you to tell based on the title. No, no, it was not. Uh, I feel like this is a little bit my fault for not vetting the stories in advance. That's okay. Um, I mean, I'm not complaining. You get some winners, you get some losers, uh, or sometimes you just get... I don't. I wouldn't say that was a loser of a story. It's a spooky place. Sure. I'm it's gonna... an interesting story. I'm going to put it in like the, like a lower average, yeah. you know, like it's, it's fine, it's but fair. I would have, uh, I would prefer it a little bit more spook, you yeah, know, more spook. Yeah. A little more obscure maybe. Yeah. Less interior design perhaps. Yeah. 
This, this, this sick lady built a weird house. I just rewrote it. <laughs> I have I have a note about about this too. But uh, first, we um, do a custom rating scale. Oh, I'm going to give that uh, six out of thirteen houseboats. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. You know, I'd have to rate it uh, two out of thirteen dead family members. That's you. <laughs> <laughs> That is that is fair. Uh, I like <laughs> I like a rating system that's also self-limiting, where it's like, no, we got two, and yeah, that's that's it. That's fair. Um, well, it's also it just happens to be accurate. <laughs> it's also true. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so two dead children out of thirteen houseboats. What? Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so we've we've read some stuff from. Uh, stuff before and it's all been a little bit more like folksy spooky tales Mm -hmm. so this was a bit of a left turn um hopefully spashy splashers can can kind of pull it out in the uh in the second act yeah i'm looking forward Um, to it fingers crossed Uh, i will also say on the on the sarah winchester thing not to be too much of a negative nelly uh recently I i was listening to some podcast and they presented the theory that she was really into architecture, but because it was the 1800s, she was not allowed to be an architect, but she had millions of dollars. So she was like, well, might as well do that here. Fabricate this ghost thing. Yep. Oh, I'm just a crazy ghost lady. (laughs) Build another staircase. That seems like, uh, well, you know, she probably was an eccentric person regardless of which thing is true. So... I was going to say that seems like a roundabout way to pursue your interests. I, yeah, I, <laughs> I feel like either way, this is a story about somebody who went to go live on a houseboat for a while. <laughs> so yeah, I could believe either one <laughs> tortured by, you know, yeah. gunned down souls or just was really into, you know, frescoes or whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, just wanted to to try a bunch of designs for kitchens. Yeah, you know, island, <laughs> no island, wraparound that, cabinets. That would that be like the true the true test of this story is would be like go and see what the floor plans for the kitchens were and to see if there's an obvious evolution. Yes. Like if 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 we find out that Sarah Winchester invented like you know the, like the kitchen triangle where you're supposed to be able to go from like fridge to or fridge to sink to stove hmm. and like it's the most ergonomic layout interesting uh so if we find out that sarah winchester like invented that or something yeah we're gonna need to pull up some uh, some blueprints here all right boo field trip we're going to san jose <laughs> all right <laughs> um okay cool well then i think uh then it would be my turn but first we need to do an ad break so I'm going to think about what I want to do and go pee. Hello, and welcome to the ad for Afternoonified. The ad where we try to convince you to listen to our show. I'm Sarah. And I'm Emily. We hope you like mummies, weird religions, cheese, historical figures, dicks, religion, and like a lot of other stuff. Did it work? Are you going to listen? Emily, they can't hear you. They're like pressing the skip button right now. Oh. 
Well, that's what I did last time with, it was like a mix of like caffeine and acetaminophen, I think. And it was great. Like it was, they looked like horse tranquilizers. (laughs) They were, they did the trick, but I think they went bad. Like they just ended up smelling like vinegar. And I'm like, this can't be good. Like, no, um, I don't want to die from like Advil poisoning. Yeah. That's, that's that's an embarrassing way to go. It's, it's, (laughs) yeah. And like, cause if you're like at home hungover, like I'm, you're definitely like half naked and like I fucked up hair and like smell weird. And then like, Oh, we found him in a pile of his own vomit. And, uh, (laughs) yeah, he looked hungover and puffy. (laughs) Yeah. What a way to go. (laughs) I feel like, uh, no matter what, I can guarantee that one of the words in my obituary is going to be puffy (laughs) (laughs) Uh, or bloated. Who's to say it could be, it could be either one. Maybe both. Um, if I'm lucky, if I can manage to go like full Elvis, like (laughs) go out full of 10 peanut butter and banana sandwiches. Um, so I thought about it a bit and I think rather than take a risk on, on a question mark, it may be best to do, may I carry your sack? Okay. Um, tried and true. Which, you know what, I like. I read the first like two sentences and it seemed like the thing that we think it is. So okay. we could still be totally blindsided. But uh, see. I've got high hopes. All right. Um, I admire your optimism. <laughs> I, I, I remain ever optimistic. <gasps> I'm actually, I'm also, I'm going to grab some more Diet Coke. Would you, okay. you good? Or? I'm good. Okay, Thank cool. you. I'll just, I'll interview Fawn while you're, are you doing that? Hey, Fawn, do you want some little crumbs? You sat before I even asked you to. You know that's not how this works. Precocious. That's not what that means. <gasps> Spin? Spin. <laughs> she just turned around and looked back at me very sensually. Spin. Yes, so good. Good job. You're so smart. Sit. God, I wish it were that impressive when I did literally anything. She tried to realize. She's so talented. You're so good at what you were doing. Good job. Here, you can lick the tiny crumbs. Okay. <laughs> it's funny, too, because, like, half of the things that she knows, I didn't teach her. It's just, like, people oh, It's people at the pet store being like, <laughs> Fawn, can you sit? And I'm like, all right. Then they, <laughs> they do a thing now where she'll, like, jump over their legs. Oh, my God. Actually, let's see if she'll do it. <gasps> Fawn, could you jump? <laughs> oh, she went around. She's smart. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. I don't actually have anything. I'm sorry. Yeah, good girl. She's so good. My dog is, he's 13. I got him when he was 10. Oh. So he's already like an old, chill I feel like guy. there's a saying about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I haven't taught him anything, but he, already, he came pre-trained, which is great. Perfect. Yeah. So Ugh. he already knew sit and down and everything. And he also knows go to bed, which I don't know if that's from the people before me or if we've just <laughs> figured that out together. <laughs> but I tell him to go to bed and he'll just go find somewhere to take a nap. Yeah. Even if there's not a real bed. I'll lay down over here. It's very charming. Those are also the key commands. Like, okay, f- fucking sit, cool it. Yeah. Bedtime. Yeah. Uh. Leave it. Chill out. Come here. Let me rub your belly. I saw a thing. That's too much of a tangent. I'll, <laughs> I'll tell you about it at some other point. Uh, it's great. It's a dog who can talk. 
via Ooh. use of like a weird robotic touchpad <laughs> thing. Oh, the the talking. Yeah, thing? like yeah. Look, look. Oh my outside, God. come outside. And I'm like, yeah, fucking amazing. Incredible. That's um. We're there, man. In our lifetimes, <sighs> I've we wasted will, Fawn's life. <laughs> dogs will be able to talk. Come here. I'll pet you. I don't have any more cookies for you. God, you're so cute. And she's like, play, play. She's just looking at me with the most beautiful face <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. Except she, for my dog. Sorry. She is, well, of course. But yeah, like second but, place. Yes. <laughs> she's a bit of a darling sweetie angel pants. Truly, she is. Are you prepared? Yeah. Ready, ready for spooks. Which one did I choose? The evil eye? May uh, I carry your sack? <laughs> you sure? You can, we can do a different one. I think my carrier sack, if if only for the usage of the word sack. You know, people in Oregon say sack. What? Yeah. Is that a thing here? That's the thing that I've noticed since I moved from California. People say sack instead of bag. Oh. Yeah. Sack. I feel like I'd be giggling a lot more. Oh, well, it's, yeah, it's hilarious. I, I guess it's mostly old people, but I've heard young people do it too. That's fair. And I suppose that like... like born and raised in Oregon, I think. Yeah. I suppose that like here in Oregon... Everybody has a can like a reusable canvas tote, so there's probably no yeah. like that word will fall out of <laughs> out of the language in a couple That's years. True. We won't even talk about them anymore. <laughs> oh, do you want a planet killer? <laughs> 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 All right. Well, uh, I'm ready for. Uh, may I carry your turtle strangler? Okay. May I carry your future preventer? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this one's in first person. <gasps> Ooh. Ooh. The spookiest. <laughs> I'm going to do a character then. Please. Yes, absolutely. I may or may not give up on it immediately. We'll see. Probably not. That's Maybe. my, that is my MO. <laughs> <laughs> may I carry your sack? I think tales of ghosts, haunts, spooks, and bogeymen are all sorts of complete nonsense. No right thinking, logical man like me could possibly believe in them. <laughs> So, a few weeks after my 12th birthday, many years ago, I editorialized. <laughs> I, I, had, I had in my mind the picture, it was you, but with like a handlebar mustache Thank and you. like riding a big wheel bike. <laughs> oh um, yeah, me on a penny farthing? Fuck uh, yeah. And then very suddenly you turned into like a 12 year old boy. <laughs> uh, like, yeah, okay, this is... Yeah, right. we're about to go on a journey, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> and so... A few weeks after my 12th birthday, when folks living in my neighborhood started talking about a bogeyman that was haunting the streets late at night, I ignored them. I was old enough to know better. Unfortunately, my mother was one of the most gullible, uh, I mean, susceptible. <laughs> Why? Okay. Uh, S.E. Schlosser doesn't know that there's a backspace key. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, recipients of such tales uh, parenthesis plus she was the neighborhood gossip close parenthesis <laughs> so I heard them all <laughs> he only talks to his mother <laughs> that much is clear this is whatever the 18th century equivalent of an incel is uh, <laughs> oh poor guy poor nameless narrator so bored at least he wasn't plowing his penny farthing through hordes of protesters. <laughs> One woman claimed that an eight-foot headless skeleton had accosted her, and it, its head chased her all the way home. An old man said that a tiny child with demonic red eyes had whispered to him in the dark as he passed the place where it stood. Where it 
first. Oh, where the tiny child with the demonic oh. red eyes. Okay. It's a, these modifiers are really just throwing me. <laughs> this. That's the scariest part of the story so far. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, the child had removed its head at one point in the conversation, casually, <laughs> causing much agitation to the old men telling the story. <laughs> Yeah, that would be agitating, right? If a small child removed its head while talking to you. I would call it more uh, perturbing. Oh, or, definitely you know, perturbing. Well, I don't know if I'd go that far. Minorly irritating. Uh, yeah, um, a little a little upsetting. So there's a theme here, though. There's a lot of, like, head business. There is. Headless um, skeleton, mm-hmm. which overkill, honestly. Skeleton. It, it, even if if it were Scary a skeleton enough. with a skull, it, most of its head is already gone. So yeah. the argument could be made it's kind of headless. Yeah. Uh, yeah. True. Gilding the lily. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the story should be called. Uh, uh, <clears throat> One girl saw a headless soldier, and another was accompanied home by the head of a black dog. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I guess that sounds nice as far as uh, sentient heads go. Yeah, if I, if I had to choose Ooh, one, like, dog. Yeah, just fine. shelf dog, you just you throw the treat in, it comes out the other side. <laughs> it's great, you never have to buy treats, you just have to buy one. It's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> that was enough for me. I told my mother I was going to study with a friend and left the house. My friend Doug lived about a 10-minute walk downhill from our house. Doug, very spooky name. 18th century Doug. That's, uh... <laughs> he had just gotten into a fight with his friend Patty Mayonnaise. <laughs> and his little dog Porkchop. <laughs> <laughs> Insert Doug theme song here. <laughs> I did it for you. <laughs> When I arrived, I told him about our local boogeyman, and we laughed until our sides ached. Then we took out our homework and got busy studying until dinner. Skip over dinner, apparently. After dinner, (laughs) Doug's father challenged me to a game of chess. (laughs) Doug is no good at chess, but his father is a champion. I liked to play him every chance I got. I always lose. (laughs) He's switching tenses. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm, it's yeah. I'm not sorry. Actually, I'm really. You blame Speshy's Blushbergs. Is that uh, part of the like tension building? Is just uh, the... incongruous chronology. Yeah. <laughs> I like the. I'm so primed to think that the 1800s are going to be fucked up when he's like, his father challenged me like, a duel. Is he going to shoot? <laughs> <laughs> Ten paces and and pawn. <laughs> I always lose, but I'm getting better with each game. Someday I plan to wipe up the floor with him. (laughs) It was getting late, and my mother called twice to find out when I was coming home. She was really worried about me. She didn't want me walking alone after dark, not with a bogeyman roaming loose in the city. She wanted to drive down to the house and pick me up. How embarrassing. I... (laughs) I might need to pause. Like, yeah. Oh, sorry. I was getting into it. Oh no, I'm <laughs> I'm just confused about the time period here. It's, there are phones and cars. Yeah. And chess, though. I mean. <laughs> yeah. She's not Avalon. She's very. Yeah. <laughs> For the record. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a real uh, creepy foot pervert. Um, uh, 
Uh, yeah, no, I feel nothing like spooky. <laughs> nothing spookier than feet. Um, Give them the biggest smile. Okay, please <laughs> go on. I'm gonna try to take a picture. Um, but uh, what was I saying? Oh, um, yeah. I uh, when she said call, I'm like, is she just yelling like out there? <laughs> like, where are you coming home? Son. Hello. Son. Let me tell you about the boogeyman. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it might be it might be the 1800s. It might be the 50s. It could be and driving. I mean, it could be a car or yeah. it could be a team of horses. Yeah, it 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 could, it could ju- be a houseboat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you never know. Down a fucking San Francisco hill. <laughs> <laughs> a houseboat going down Lombard. Now that's scary, folks. Hey, thought the traffic was bad now or whatever. Um. I told her no way and said I would come home as soon as the game was done. And don't wait up. I added for emphasis. I'm a twelve-year-old boy, and technically, I'm an adult man now. I guess old yeah. enough to die in the mines. Yeah, this was many, many years ago. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> woof. She could oh, be a little you, bit. You doing a little mouth stuff. Mm. Okay. <laughs> I'd like to clarify that's also fun yeah, and not as fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, for the record. <laughs> Mothers, I said to Doug. He rolled his eyes in agreement. <laughs> I was. What? I was after 11 o'clock p.m. when we finished <laughs> the game. Oh, Come on, little uh, this, you know, they released a second edition recently, and I oh, hope that Spishish Blapperburpsh uh, <laughs> has gotten to some of those typos. I hope so too. I hope someone tweeted all the typos at him. I lost, but only just. That was a pr- parenthetical phrase, by the way, for the, for the mm. record. Sure, you did. <laughs> I put on my jacket, and Doug walked me to the door. Don't let any bogeymen get you, he told me with a grin. Ooh, I am so scared, I replied. (laughs) Maybe you should call me to let me know you got home safe, Doug said mockingly. Oh, I didn't say it mockingly. (laughs) Just uh, go back and insert me doing that. Thank you. (laughs) I punched him lightly on the arm and then gave him a little kiss. No, I made that part up. And he laughed as he shut the door. The only trouble with visiting Doug's house is the walk home. It is straight uphill, and somehow my ne- my legs never got used to the climb. The night was dark. Clouds filled the sky, shutting out the moon and the stars. Even the street lamps seemed dim and didn't light the road as well as they should. If I were a superstitious man, which I am not... He was a boy at the time of this story, I would like to clarify. <laughs> Just, I'm picturing a 12-year-old, like, <laughs> 12 year smoking old a pipe. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm not a superstitious boy. <laughs> All right. I would think it was not a good night to be walking alone. However, I reminded myself, I laugh at stories of skeletons, <laughs> children who remove their heads, and bogeymen of all sorts. Including bogey dogs. I made that part up, too. Oh, bogey dog. <laughs> That's what Fawn's replacement is going to be named. Aww. <laughs> Little bogey dog. <laughs> Climbing the hill ahead of me was the stooped figure of an old woman. She looked familiar. Old Sarah, I think she was called. <gasps> oh, shit. Call back. Also, like, fuck you, Sarah, I guess. Like, 
old yeah. Sarah. You think she was old Sarah yeah. her whole life? It's old. It's look at that. It's decrepit Susie. <laughs> <laughs> it's wrinkly Lily. <laughs> wrinkly stink fingers. That's uh, going back to her houseboat. <laughs> pull out um, the pot. See what you got. All right. Uh, she lived mostly on charity, and my family tried to help her out whenever we could. My mother would not be happy to hear that old Sarah was out roaming the streets on such a chilly night. Humble brag. <laughs> I hurried to catch up with her. As usual, she wore a hodgepodge of clothes, oh, and had wrapped a tattered shawl around her head, totally obscuring her face. <sighs> now, okay, well... Now you you've made your own spooky bed, kid. I'm sorry. Seriously, wait. You didn't have to. You didn't have to do that. You just walked home. You could have just walked home. This was before San Francisco was as we know it today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now it would be. It so would the be, 1800s for sure. I think y- we've figured it out. <laughs> the yeah, the fact that it's like it's an old lady and not like a homeless man wearing like improvised Mad Max spike armor. <laughs> yeah. Or just like the ghostly visage of Eric Cash. Um, <laughs> and there's been nothing about a pee-pee smell in the streets. Yeah. So. that's. I also like, they kind of, j- along with his humble brag, like, we help old uh, Stink Fingers out with our charity. He's also <laughs> like, well, the walk home, it's uphill, you know. Because uh, what's I'll his name? i never get used to that. Yeah, he's a poor who lives on the ground with the dirt <laughs> people. We're in the sky. <laughs> We're sky people. <laughs> <laughs> So he's a 12-year-old bird man. Go on. Um. (laughs) She carried a very heavy sack that caused her to walk partially slumped over. She could barely keep it off the ground. Sarah, what are you doing out so late? I called as I caught up with her. The wind picked up a bit as I spoke. Suddenly, the air was cold as ice. Oh, sorry. Suddenly, the air was cold as ice, (laughs) and my arms broke out in goosebumps. (laughs) <laughs> from the mellifluous tones <laughs> <laughs> may i carry your sack for you i added remembering my manners gesturing at my testicles <laughs> <laughs> i'm already carrying mine <laughs> <laughs> one for each hand <laughs> uh. <laughs> My mother would kill me if she found out I let Sarah carry such a heavy load without assistance. Silently. Not going to say anything about (laughs) heavy load. That's (laughs) fine. Go on. No no old lady should carry such a heavy load without the help of a young to old man. Or a very specific website. Fawn is barking in agreement. Yeah. Yeah. Give me a lady. She's so cute. Give me some cuddles. Silently, old Sarah handed me the sack. It was so heavy that I almost dropped it. I shivered again. What a nice boy, Sarah said as we started walking up the hill. At least, I thought she said it. But the voice had come from the sack, not from the figure walking beside me. What did you say? I stuttered. Such a nice boy to help an old woman, said the sack in my hands. (laughs) I love that it it repeats itself. Oh, no. Fawn loves it, too. She's going wild over here. Fawn is super excited for ghost sack or whatever. (laughs) Ghost sack. (laughs) (laughs) Full of ectoplasm. (laughs) 
<laughs> also, I love you said it sounded like you said it come from the sack. And I'm like, that sounds like a killer album. <laughs> um, um, oh man, kids in for it now. Yeah, I dropped the sack with a yelp of terror. It rolled down the sidewalk and bumped into the iron railing in front of a house. The head of old Sarah fell out of the bag. (gasps) I looked in horror from the head to the figure beside me. It threw back the shawl, revealing a bloody stump underneath it. (gasps) The figure began to change, transforming swiftly from an old beggar woman to a soldier, to a small child, and to a large black dog, all without heads. That would be hilarious. (laughs) Like, it's like it's strobing like a cuttlefish or something, like a sea creature that's trying to camouflage itself. Uh, like, oh, oh, no. Oh, 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 turn around. No, don't. Oh, or it's like, on. yeah, it's like the, 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 the Bogart in Harry Potter where it's, it's, it's keeps strobing or changing. Oh, now you've lost me. Oh, that's fine. That's, I'll, I'll think of another. I'm sorry, I'm not a goddamn nerd. <clears throat> that's, <laughs> I mean, no, that's, it's the most I popular am, book in the world besides the Bible. I know. Look, I'm hosting a ghost podcast. I know my brand. I'm sure, sure. and I I respect it. You gotta, you gotta stay on top of that, Um, and you do. So the uh, rapidly shifting bodies, which also like spooky, spooky, spooky dog, and then you're like, oh, what? That's it's weird. It's a weird shift to go from like full sized headless thing to like puppy. Yeah, Um, headless puppy, a large black dog. That's alarming, but it's still you'd still be like, what is it? Is is the dog scary because it's black? Oh, I jeez. And he lives on top of that hill. This is the 1800s. Privilege. Uh. Twist is, this was yesterday. (gasps) I gave a shriek that could have shattered glass and ran uphill towards my house as if all the demons in hell were chasing me. I could hear the head laughing. It began bouncing up the hill behind me. Come back, good boy, come back. The head yelled with each bounce. Maybe it's, come back, good boy, come back. So it would really be like, come back, ow, ow. Ow, my chin. Ow, ow. The voice was getting closer, but my house was right ahead. I leapt up the steps and hit the door handle hard, hoping my mother had left it unlocked. She had. I fell in the door, right at the feet of my mother, who had been anxiously looking out the window to see if I was on my way home. She slammed the front door, and we both heard the head bounce against it and tumble away down the steps. It wailed loudly as it rolled down the street. Whoa! (laughs) 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 That's going to be one of those things that's probably terrifying in the moment. But you know you're going to laugh at it In later. hindsight, yeah. Then, and we looked back and laughed and laughed. No, that's not how it goes. And rolled down the hill. <laughs> you, are, you just love attention. I love it. Okay, I was talking to Fawn. Sorry. <laughs> We're going to do our own podcast later. <laughs> Slowly, I sat up and looked at my mother, who was leaning against the front door, breathing heavily. Well, young man, my mother said after a moment, I hope that teaches you to come straight home when I call. (laughs) Jesus. God, Mom, what a fucking square. (laughs) Yes, Mother, I said, swallowing hard. (laughs) 
she helped me to my feet and got me a cup of hot cocoa from the kitchen to take up to my room. As I shakily mounted the stairs, I decided I had better rethink my position on bogeymen, and maybe even ghosts in general. <laughs> Perhaps I had been a bit hasty in dismissing all the <clears throat> stories as complete nonsense. Perhaps. And a sensible night was had by all. <laughs> and then I went to bed. <laughs> the mom's immediate reaction is just, I told you so. Yeah. That's... You listen to your mother. <laughs> God, that is a scary story. That's true. <laughs> um, oh, love it. Um, <clears throat> yep. Oh, no worries. Um, uh, well, then uh, I guess we'll we'll wrap up with, uh, with, our, with our rating of that one. I am going to give that... Uh, Three out of I'm gonna give that four out of five weirdly grown up twelve year olds. <laughs> hmm. Okay. And I will give it um five out of five rolling hills. <laughs> Beautiful, as far Beautiful. as the eye can see. <laughs> the views, are you kidding me? Amazing. Oh, no one oh. can afford to live there anymore. Five out of five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they out of the Church of Satan. Like, can't even, even Levee can't Shame. afford it. Um, so uh, unfortunately, we'll we'll have to wrap up. Um, uh, you you have another uh, you have a show tonight, and uh, which is a perfect segue into the closing. Yeah. Where can people find you? Well, uh, they can find me all over the place. Um, I am. Yeah, Love I it if you just the... left it at that. Yeah, everywhere. Just, just go outside. I'm there, baby. I'm in your heart and your Check mind. Uh, no, I perform at uh, Capital City Theater in Salem very frequently. I'll be on a a show called uh, Game Set Laughs there on the 15th. If you happen to be in Salem, it's a sports, vaguely sports themed show. Very vaguely. <laughs> I'm on it, and I'm not a sportsman. <laughs> That's the kind of sports themes that I like. Eh-ish. Somewhat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's uh, hosted by my pals, Tony Meyer and Curtis Everett. They're very funny. Uh, otherwise, I will be um, uh, running my show, Truth or Dare Live, on the Ha Ha Harvest Comedy Festival. We're on that, too. Yeah. Not this podcast, but a different thing. I'll tell you about it later, listeners. Yeah, I'm so excited for that. If you haven't gotten tickets for it yet, you you got it. What do you do? Just go do it right now. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. Come on. Go to hahaharvestfest.com. Yes. Probably. That's, yeah. Or, I don't know, Facebook. It's all, it's all, you know, it's on the internet. Everyone knows how to use that. Oh, I will also, man, I got stuff coming up. This is exciting. Uh, I'll be at. Catfish Louis on December third. Catfish Louis. <clears throat> Sorry, not Louis. That also feels like the name of one of the scary stories that we had on the list tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Catfish Louis. The tale of the headless lobster. Blub blub. <laughs> uh, well, cool. Then, uh, yeah. Thank you so much for being here. I'm gonna record yeah, my thank you. deets and stuff later. Um, and uh, yes, we'll have to have you back and, and do more. I want to hear about that Capital City ghost. So, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, I, it's I. There's really not much of a story to it. It's just the place uh, used to be part of a hotel, and there was a swimming pool in the basement, and a little boy drowned. And apparently, there's a little boy ghost in the yeah. basement. I've never met him. Yeah. But I've heard you can hear him running around or something. It's like that uh, that episode of uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Yeah. Yeah. 
Totally. It's terrifying. Ooh, that show used to freak me out. Fucking right. Jesus. Yeah, scary. Check it out, listeners. Yeah. <laughs> So Emma had to go because she has a show in like 10 minutes. I am still here, as is my dog. Normally these run a little bit longer just because of all the, you know, tangents and rambling. So that being the case, here is 20 to 30 minutes of public domain music.